I wasn't sure if I wanted to address you roach-ass, scandalous-ass chicks or you flogging false-profit-ass dudes, but I ain't even gonna go that route with it. That's on y'all body and between y'all and y'all God. I want to put out some positive energy, and with that, that just brings me to my next point. I know many of us had New Year's resolutions or goals or aspirations, or however, how you, how, or however you want to just call that whole little kick, you know, at the top of the year. But I just want to say, you know, it's not too late to get back on track if you're slipping with that goal or resolution. And uh, if you've been walking on water with it, keep it going. You know, this is going to be a greater year as we personally allow it to be. And if people around you ain't adding to that goal, they subtract them and uh, just remove that shit. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man, Aldo Nice. It's your boy, Rosh Move. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Hey, I don't know about y'all, but I feel like I have recorded a podcast every day for the last month. I am <laughs> burnt out, man. <laughs> <laughs> On pods, huh? I've been running my mouth, but look. It's, it's 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 time for the um for the flagship, so we're gonna get the people what they want. What y'all think about what Rumble just said about keeping keeping your mind on those um resolutions, man? Did, and y'all both of y'all said y'all didn't have any resolutions. So, what are your thoughts on just kind of the twenty twenty surge thus far? I mean, I mean for- I'm never gonna have a resolution. Like that's the thing. It's not about I don't have one now. I'm never gonna have a New Year's resolution because I feel like if I could start. A resolution on January first. I could start it on November eleventh. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like, so I'm just never like I. I just don't believe in like. Okay, all right. Like, let me let me pig out. Let me eat all this food, all these potato chips, all this junk junk food, and then you know what? I, on the first, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> so let me do Jan- all these drugs in my arm, and on the first, I'm gonna stop. <laughs> January first is one one. I thought it was so fire that you just said. November 11th, which is 11-11. I just thought that, that... I don't know if you did that on purpose. I just thought that that was live. Just FYI. Please please say you did it on purpose. Um, yeah. I, <laughs> make a wish. But, um, make nah, a I wish, just, I, right? <laughs> I feel like, you know, um, I kind of agree with Roger with that one. I mean, for me, I have, you know, goals that I want to hit each year. My year is kind of started in August, probably because that's when I really go back to work and start doing things like that. And I assess... <laughs> things I did last year and try to, you know, uh, try to make it a, a point to, you know, move above those things and, you know, gradually, you know, incline my life, I guess. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't wait till the first to be like, Oh, I'm gonna start doing this and do that, do this and all that. I don't, I don't wait like that. So my shit don't work that way. Well, yeah, I don't, I mean, I guess I don't ever put things down like this is what, I, but a new year is always a good time for me to kind of reset and just think about these things and the goals of what do mm-hmm. we have. And I think the biggest resolution that we're that um that that I'm you know it's always some work related things, it's always some personal related things, and it's always mm-hmm. some podcast related things. And I want to be better yeah. organized with that. And I mean, you know, I think we're doing um, a pretty good job I of kind of of, of of doing some of the things that uh, we put in motion to do with the podcast. It's just a matter of 
you know, finding the time when you don't always have the time. So, I yeah. mean, let that be a, a, I guess, a positive way of everybody out there kind of looking at it. Whatever your goals are, man, look, you you always think that you don't have the time, but you got to make the time sometimes. Like, yeah. there's certain things you can control. You can control um, you control your weight. You can control your diet. These are things you can control, right? You can control the amount that you get a, get a workout in, man. You can make these yeah. things happen. And you can get, like, when you when you leave your job, you can start working on your dream, man. And um, mm-hmm. if you do that... I'm sure um sure everything will be be popping off just the way you like it, man. Look, I don't want to talk about that no more because I'm I'm in a mood where I just want to tell y'all what burned my boot at this week. Man, the first <laughs> thing that burned my boot at this week, shout out uh this podcast is brought to you by Gramstar 30 for um for, for mentioning this on the phone the other day. First thing that burns my boot at is when your barber's hand smells like anything but hand. Oh man. Hey. Yeah, I do. Oh. I don't know. I don't know if y'all had the experience of your barber hand smelling like that Doja. Yeah. But, um, but I don't like it because I, because you know, like everybody, like I, I got, I know people personally, like on a personal level that I know could handle that dope. And, um, and I don't necessarily have that great of a relationship with my barber to know if he can. Mm. So I question his abilities when he's not sober. So you it know? ain't about like, the smell. I, it's about what you think he's cutting like cuzzy high. Right. Well, uh, yeah, because I guess I guess if I smell that on his hands, I'm not necessarily concerned about like his hygiene. Like that don't that's not the first thing that comes to my my mind is hygiene. Um so yeah, no, I'm I'm it's ability. Like I'm like damn, like he going to mess my edge up this this rip. You know, hmm. like that's what I'm thinking. Oh, no. When I smell that dope, my man, my barber been rocking my barber for a while. Uh so <laughs> until my years, years, years. So I don't I don't really tripping on that when I smell that dope. Um, you know, I, I know he gonna, you know, he gonna be real meticulous about the haircut then, even more than he already is. So I don't really be tripping on that. I just don't want to smell dope on your hand, especially when you got it by my nose. <laughs> like, I'd rather not smell dope I, I from another man's hand. The worst thing about smelling, smelling that on his hands is that if you smell it on his hands, when he in your face doing that line, mm-hmm. it don't smell good. He be whiffing like, I, I got, like that's whiffing it in your nose. A, I, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that. I mean, I know it's gonna smell bad. I didn't had um, barber hand smell like cigarette before. Yeah. Uh, that as well. Um, and and sometimes a little a little strong nice. But I feel like, and by strong nice, I mean funk. Um, yeah. <laughs> but what I what I really feel like a barber's hand should smell like if it don't smell like hand, it should smell like that green bottle with the little man yes. on it with the cane. It just smell like a little hot sauce. I don't know. Smell like a little hot talc? sauce. I don't know what that is, but that's what it need to smell like. That's, that's what it's talc. I don't know, cutting something. You talking about the powder? Something? No, the no, not the powder. The little, the little, the little hot sauce juice he put on you when he get through. <laughs> that too. Whatever. It always so, smell like the juice. It need to smell sauce. like barbershop, like black like man barbershop. barbershop. Like hot sauce. Yeah, the little hot sauce juice. The hot sauce. <laughs> well, I will say, I will say, was was dope about my my barber. Is that he wears gloves, so mm. it smells like latex. Ooh. Okay. I guess. I guess like, what the funny thing is is that might be a bad thing as well. You know, yeah. man might be masking that latex under <laughs> on his hand with latex gloves. So <laughs> 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 maybe I need my barber to get some scented gloves. <laughs> next time. So when he slapped that, um, so when he slapped that, um, that that alcohol on the back of your neck, cutting this big latex. So here's the thing. Every just, barber got a different finishing move, right? Yeah. 
Yeah. My barber don't slap the leg. Like I didn't had barbers hit me with the spray, you know, like spray yeah, yeah. directly on my head. I didn't have barbers, yeah, they hit you with bare hands, you know. I ain't had uh, a bare hand on my head in a long time. Like that's that. old school though. That's <laughs> I old mean, school. I'm all the niggas did. All, all the bare, all the bare hand, the bare hand that is dead because they used to, they you know, they used to, they used to use the. Uh, the blade that they had the little leather strap on the side. <laughs> All them niggas dead. Them niggas ain't alive no more. Them boys dead, man. <laughs> All they hands shake yeah. too much to be cutting I, I never, I haven't had that in a while either, but my barber specifically does. Like, I like my barber's efficient. So the, the little neck wrap, yeah, take I the th- neck wrap I off, think that's bundle it up, yeah. spray it a couple of times, and he used that. I think to, that's 100% uh, of what they teach now, because that's what my barber do too. Oh, no, my, my barber hits you with the spray. He spin you around hits you with the spray. Ooh. And he mix it, got different scents. So it be spicy, it be hot, but you be smelling good. There he goes. They hit you with that sheen, huh? I don't know what it is, but it be I don't sh- like that sheen. That sheen. Nah, it ain't sheen. It's, it's Every a, time it's, they spray that sheen on me, what I think is my, my pores are getting all clogged up. <laughs> and I always got to blow. I don't know if y'all do that, but that's what I do. When they blow that sheen, when they hit me with the sheen, I blow all of the sheen away. <laughs> I don't know how you do that on your face, but okay. I, I get I get his point. I, I I can see his vision when he says, "Oh, the little cloud that be there." Gotcha. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now yeah. he, nah, he hit me with the spray bottle, cloud, it, man. Yeah, he hit me with the spray bottle. It don't be the sheen with the spray bottle. He be mixing that shit. It's handmade. The sheen in that in that cloud. <laughs> no, it's not hey, a cloud. It's, it's the hot yeah. sauce juice. Everybody a little different, man. Let me tell you another thing uh, that burned my booty this week. Uh, when the DoorDash or Uber Eats folks come to your door, I mean, when they come to your house. And they don't get out the car, and they call you and say, "Hey, could you come to the door?" <laughs> no, not even could you come to the door. Could you come outside and come meet me? That's t- hilarious because I thought that DoorDash one of the options was like, "Oh, my my address, you know what what I want to eat, how much I want to tip, and do you want it delivered to the door, or mm-hmm. do you want to meet them at the road?" Yeah, no. that is an option. That's an option. Well. Them boys be coming to the do- to the road to the curb every time, cutting. That's what I, I'm. Telling. I just need you to be more. I just need you to be more mindful whenever you're ordering your food on one of those. Apps okay, is Uber Eats the same that. thing? Well, I'm looking at it right yes, now. All, the option is selected that says "Come to knock on my door." <laughs> <laughs> but I think because I got a little black man avatar, they scared. That's what I, I'm saying. And I think it might be the neighborhood too. I wouldn't knock on your door either if I didn't know you. How does that even work when y'all order dough dashing? I mean, cause you live in like some um, townhomes that got a gate, uh, Los and then Raj. You yeah. live in a in a in a like a apartment daddy with a with a gate too, right? So both I of y'all boys got gates. Real big mansion. Okay, yeah, a mansion with a gate. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, you, we on the radio with dogs. With a moat. With dogs. With a moat. And a helipad on the top. Alligators trained. To bring the food, <laughs> to bring me my food. Uh, I thought you. I was vegetarian. Thought you had crawfish trained to, to make sure Stop. direct that man to where to go. Stop it. Now I, I actually have to go outside. Like mm. I, I have to go outside, and so like you know, you got some Uber, some Uber Eats drivers or Door, DoorDash drivers that'll be like fighting you to get to you. You know what I mean? Like to like, mm. oh man, you didn't have to, you didn't have to come. I was gonna yeah. figure out a way yeah. to get get it to you. Yeah. And then most of the time, I'm fighting with them to be like, nah, I had to come outside anyway, so. Hmm. Now I just it's I just put I just, I just put the uh the code the code to get in there on the little thing, and then leave some little simple directions, and they most of the time they find me. 
But I really, it don't burn my booty in to go outside and get it because it's right there. So. I just be thinking like, dog, you didn't came all the way over here. Just come walk to the door. Get in. Sometimes they be in my driveway and don't want to get out the car and come knock on the yeah, door. Be like, you come get it. It's raining outside. That's why I called you. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's why he called you. <laughs> what I do, what I do respect, and I think it almost burns my boot in now to say that I don't like when they bring me my bag or I go get my bag and it's not taped or stapled mm. or anything like that. Because like that's a new thing, you know. Like it didn't. It used to just be wide open. Now, if you order something from wherever, it'll have like a sticker of that business on it, just so you they'll know. That you'll know that they they sealed it and that that dude didn't touch your stuff. Oh, he just carefully opened the sticker and ate and then carefully put it back. Either way, they know he's careful. Snacked a little he's, bit. He's, con- he's considerate. That's how it is. Carefully licked, licked the ketchup off the side <laughs> yeah. of my burger. <laughs> he's very considerate. Slid, slid out a little piece of bacon off your sandwich and ate nah, it. Nah, he just, he just ate a little piece of cheese off your shit. <laughs> Stupid, yeah, stupid. Oh, I had a fry. I mean, that's the that's the most common thing. Yeah, had him a little. Stop it. Listen, I'm telling y'all another thing uh, that burned my boot and maybe shout out to Raj Moon because I feel like me and you were on the phone talking about this, or maybe it was me and Los. I can't remember. Y'all help me out. Um, it burned my boot at when you had a game and they shoot that little that that large daddy t-shirt into the stands, and people feel uh, like they got to give it to the kids. That burned my boot. Oh, that's <laughs> definitely me. <laughs> That's 100% me. I hate that. When they give the football away at the end of the game, like, I want the football just as bad, probably even more bad than that kid that did not pay to come to this game. <laughs> All the kid going to do is take it outside and throw it on the concrete and play with it. it. <laughs> That's funny. And mess it all up. Yeah, I know. I feel you on that one. I, I don't like that at all. I also don't like the fact that the shirts be all larges. I don't yeah. think they be having nothing for nobody else. They don't have no smalls. They don't have no XLs. It's just be large. Just get a bunch yeah, of large. Large is a good. That's a good size to have. I mean, if I'm gonna put a whole bunch of shirts out in the environment, they're gonna be larges. Mm-hmm. Now, people at work were fussing me down today and saying some of them be larges, some of them be extra larges. But I don't know that to oh. be true. I've never caught a shirt, like, so I, break, I feel like medium is a good is a good. So when I order sh- when I order shirts for work, medium and large is like it's pretty much like that. Or when I order best friend weekend shirts, if I was ordering like twenty four shirts, mm-hmm. I probably do something like um, something like eight, like eh, six medium, six large, or maybe eight medium, eight large. That's sixteen. That sounds about right. Four small, four extra large, or something like that. Three small, three extra large, two two X's. Something like that. Mm. But I will get the bulk of things to be medium and larges because that is the going rate. So you guys are right. But I people that were trying to fuss me down that it's extra larges they I mean uh mid larges and extra larges they shoot in the stands, but shit, I don't know. Because I don't catch them. I'm not never trying to catch it because I'd have to give it to a kid. <laughs> <laughs> let me let me ask you a question. I'm glad you asked that. Cause you said you don't catch them. Um I actually the last two times that I went to Nuggets games caught a shirt. Um how cold? Damn! Are you? How high? How high and do they shoot him up? To that's the, what I was about to ask. Up, Where you was at? And the, they what shoot him way into the nose. Was two, he was two mile high. <laughs> I don't know. I have no clue what y'all talking about because I actually splurged on oh, season tickets last last season. Boy was down, so, oh, so you was down in the, you was down in the lower bowl. One hand, one one hundred by the thirty five yard line. Ooh, it was 35, 40, 42 yard line. Um, um, nineteen rolls up. 
So okay. they, you know, they, I, I, they, they hit, they do hit the hit the nosebleeds real heavy with that with that gun daddy. But <laughs> you know, whenever they hit you, whenever they they throwing them like when you know like just regular hand throw and with the um, you know, whenever the whenever the little bungee fuck up, that's the ones I was getting. <laughs> the ones that come, um, <laughs> the ones that's not directed for you. <laughs> yeah, the bun- when the bungee fuck up, and I just want to know how confident in your abilities are you that if a shirt comes within your reach that you're going to catch it. I'm, a, I'm, I'm So I actually, I'm a classically trained individual and I would assume, this is not even an assumption. Let me just even take this a different step. I am 100% sure that if a shirt came in anywhere in my radius, in my four, three to four seat radius, left or right, or like it's one, not three or four one, seat radius because you're not that, you're not Jimmy Graham. One or one. <laughs> Jimmy um, Ham. <laughs> one row above or one row behind, anywhere in that area, I'm making the catch. Let me tell you why. I grew up nice at baseball, but even more so, super, 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 super nice at Mardi Gras. Listen, throw me something, mister. I've been doing this forever, boy. This is like, this is this is old hat to me, boy. I used to catch Follow the balloons. Follow the floats, Follow the float the all the way down. And, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I catch the balloons in the air. If y'all don't know what that is out there, that's a little coin, boy. I catch coconuts, cups. You feel me? One hand. <laughs> One hand. Yeah. As a little baby, cousin. Yeah. What you think I'm doing while, as a while, hey, I catch the cup while I'm putting on another beat I just caught. <laughs> I catch the cup and then use the cup to catch the balloons. <laughs> you think I ain't going to catch I'm putting a t-shirt? On the beat. Yeah. I'm catching the t-shirt off top. Now, 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 let me tell you, now so I ain't going to lie. If it's if it's the fourth the quarter, I don't know. I, I, it's all of that shaky. shit that you just said, I think in the in the group in the in the best friend weekend podcast, <laughs> I'm the best shirt catcher. That's okay. really how I feel. Sure. So everything that you said is great. I believe you, but mm-hmm. I just think that I'm cold because the last time I caught a shirt, I had drinks and food, uh. and I gingerly gingerly put my food down, put my shirt down, and had people put my um yep put my shirt down because I had already caught it. That's what I was saying. Um, <laughs> put my food down, put my drink down. And everybody was standing up, you know, like yelling, and, and you know, and I'm I'm cool, you know, so I'm sitting down, I'm chilling, and I saw a shirt that looked like it was gonna come to me, and I put my stuff down, and I stood up, snatched it, and I, you know what I hit him with, right? That's me. <laughs> That's <laughs> me. <laughs> um, got my food back, and then a guy. This is this is I probably where my disdain comes from. A dude right next to me asked me, "You not gonna get that shirt to that kid?" Ha! And I said, "No." <laughs> You're not even, you're and not that's even, it, because that's all I chicken. got for you. I don't even have enough time to get mad at you. No. But you, you're not even a not chicken nugget kidding. fan, though. Right? Nuggets. So why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you get a, a shirt to the kid? Yeah, I, that was probably that game when they put all them nuggets under his... Uh, yeah, that was... I, think it, I actually think it was, and what I'm saying is, is um, y'all, boy, like, y'all boys never caught no shirt. You know how rare it is to catch a shirt? I don't just... Go, I'm, I, 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 yes, I did say I caught two, but that's sheer luck. You know, if people was at that game, that could the shirt could have went to anybody. If so I call a rocket I, I shirt, get a shirt, I'm giving I'm it keeping away. I my shirt. I'm not wearing a rocket shirt. It's a lot I'm more likely. I mean, I did caught a, I caught a puck at the ice skaters game. Nah, that's a real thing. Man, I caught I was, a I caught a beanie a chicken beanie baby at the UL basketball game when I was a young chicken young. beanie baby. That's a chicken I, beanie baby. I caught I, a, I caught a bee. I caught a bee with some chopsticks in the garden before. I used to catch all of the little <laughs> footballs they throw out. At high school football games, into the stands, the cheerleaders would throw. Nah, 
I was, all I of used them. To go to, I used to I used to go down and just get me one. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 what's good? Uh, hey, hey, Roger. I caught coronavirus from a bad Asian chick two weekends ago. <laughs> hey, the views expressed. Hey, nice. man. Let me tell you the last thing that um, burned my Buddha this week. <laughs> And maybe I need a whole section on uh, people who do it for the gram because I feel like that comes up every time. When I feel like people doing it for the gram, that's kind of the thing that be burning my boot at. And I noticed that. But look, um, they had a little article that came out about medical students posing in front of Louisiana plantation slave quarters for a powerful photo. And uh, one of them had like put the, the quote, this was the caption, standing in front of the slave quarters of our ancestors at the Whitney Plantation with some medical school classmates. We are truly our ancestors' wildest dreams. And uh, that was at Tulane. Like, the, the kids were in medical school at Tulane. They got, like, almost 65,000 likes. Um, so it burns my boudin when people do it for the gram in general because in this specific case, black people have been, you know, actually doing medicine for ages. And, you know, that could be any profession. Like, right? Like, Really? I'm just saying, couldn't it have been anything? I mean, couldn't it have been like a bunch of firefighters pose in front of a plantation and be like, <laughs> we wasn't allowed to fight fires. Are we are our ancestors' dream. The bunch of golf. It could be a bunch of could be a bunch of D boys standing right? in front of We couldn't sell dope here. Ever. Because I feel the same way about it. <laughs> like absolutely anybody. It could be number Walmart reps. Oh yeah, we couldn't yeah. serve the white man back in the day. <laughs> well, no, you actually could serve the white man well, back in the day. Yeah. Well, I couldn't That's work hand in hand with the white man, I guess. Yeah. Is a better way to put that. That's funny. The gas station number gas station employees. We used yeah. to have to pump the gas. Now we just stand inside and work the computer. We yeah. all make our ancestors. Now they swipe their own code. <laughs> <laughs> is... You know what's funny? It don't surprise me that that, that burns your boot. What's funny is I saw that I stumbled upon that picture as well because of course Thomas. Um, yeah. Yeah. We all see yeah. the same things. Yeah. So I, I stumbled up across that picture as well. And what so uh, things it's funny that things burn your Buddha and things for me is just a scroll by. <laughs> oh, look at all them I like I I look at the caption and I see that there's like something to read about it. You know, like, oh, there's a write up about it. But I don't care. So I scroll by and and see more things that would burn Aldo Nice's Buddha on my way to <laughs> me closing my phone when I'm tired of being on social media. So it's like I it go to that and I open it, Raj, because I'm like, oh, this seems like an interesting story. Let me see what makes them special in this thing. And then I read it and I'm like, there's nothing special about these people. They're just in front of a slave quarter. Like literally, we're here. Like this picture because we're in front of some slave quarter. Like I got you. But but the thing is is. Okay. So society society deems them important. I got you. Yeah, I don't think that is dope personally. Yeah. But it is dope. No, I mean, it's like dope. it's it's literally like, oh, these two black men made a promise when they were six years old that they was gonna be lawyers. Now they lawyers. Sixty five million likes, right? Like that's the kind of thing yeah. that's kinda of like the do it for the gram thing that it has a tendency to burn my boot at because I feel like it's redundant and it's it's very stereotypical with everything they usually choose to promote. Like, you don't ever see like, oh, Al and Los decided they was going to be teachers when they was little boys, and look at them, they teachers. And like, <laughs> like, like Nobody no, give a damn. Nobody, <laughs> them, them boys decided to, you know, I mean, it's just certain things that society deems as like important things, noteworthy things, um, yeah. 
that that we go with and then you kind of add some of those the juxtaposition though of let's just put these people in front of a slave quarter you know if it would have just been a post about look at all these black kids in medical school Raj I would have yeah. probably been more apt to be like oh that's cool but not like put us in front of a slave quarter and, and well, you know you a well preserved slave <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> newly re- newly remodeled slave quarters right <laughs> that's all I got for that running water now it has running water now and electricity hey man it's Valentine's Day this weekend man uh, when the last time you poked somebody on Facebook <laughs> <laughs> hey boy that boy ain't shit <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I found out that you can poke people and get like still today, and I poked them boys, man. Pause. I say, man, what is wrong with this dude, man? <laughs> you know what I did? So I poked them back. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if you felt poked. Um, that's all, man. So we, I guess we already didn't talked about most of our things about Valentine's Day and dating and things of that nature on the podcast earlier this week. So if you didn't catch um, the episode that dropped on Monday with. Um, the Fat Girl Food Chronicles and Black Girls Who Brunch. Go check that out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Best Friends Who Brunch. Shout that's out. up right now. Once again, shout out to uh, to the young ladies for coming on the weekend. We're going to have them we back here real it. soon, man. Um, but yeah, let's talk about some some things that are happening in the culture. Man, the biggest story, and I think, well, one of the biggest stories this week that I definitely want. Los, I'm going to let you take point on this one, man. Tell me a little bit about um, Gail King and um, <laughs> S-N-O-O-P-D-O-Double-J-Z. Well, uh, if you haven't heard about Gail King, Gail was uh, interviewing Lisa Leslie, and um, they were interviewing it to talk about Kobe, and they had a snippet that went out, uh, you know, that went viral about she asking, she was asking, uh, Lisa was, you know, was the rape allegations going to uh, diminish Kobe's legacy, and you know, how did she know or did she see anything about it? And I mean, I think Lisa Leslie handled it perfectly. In my mind, she answered it. I don't think you could answer it better than what she did. And she was just like, well, you know, I've never seen that, that side of him. And I've never seen anything close to that. We were real close. He never asked me, oh, hey, hook me up with your homegirl. And she's like, it's players who did. But I've never seen that side of him. So, you know, I, I can't speak to that. And I just think, you know, he, you know, he, he, got, he was innocent and found innocent. Or they dropped the, and Gail said, no, they dropped the case because she didn't show up. She said, well, he didn't go to jail. He's found not guilty. So let's just leave it there. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. And Gail went in on another question, right? So, you know, of course, Snoop Dogg came back on Instagram and called her a funky dog face bitch. <laughs> He's like, you know, why you and Oprah instead of coming at black men about this? Y'all not coming at the white men about these things. Y'all still trying to tear us down. You know, two black women, prominent black women trying to tear us down. Then he said, can I call her one? Can I call her one? You stinky dog face bitch <laughs> you know so and then him and a couple of people was, I know Michael Blackson had something to say about it um, you know a couple of celebrities were you know very upset then your boy uh, Bill Cosby actually got out of the jail sent a tweet and then went back in jail um, doing that whole ordeal uh, yeah but and OJ Simpson chimed in on it as well uh, I, don't, I don't particularly remember what he said but I saw him on, on Twitter chiming in on it uh, trying to listen to what OJ be saying a lot of times because he be killing me. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you're not the, you're not the only one, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, he was you know a lot of was upset, and then Gail came out with a statement saying, "Well, Oprah first kind of uh, chimed in, was like she was doing an interview and said her friend Gail was not doing well, and you know she hit him with the fake. <laughs> my my friend Gail, she's 
not doing well. She has to get security to go in public now. She's had uh, death threats and all these things, and they were saying they were they were upset with ah not CNN was it CBS? I forgot the the, the uh, broadcast station, whatever the tele the station. CBS, but, uh, yeah. CBS. They were upset with them about how they put out because the whole thing. So she said the whole thing was uplifting Kobe, uplifting Kobe, and one of the workers spliced it to make it and put that out to make it you know do what it did basically. So she was like, the upset's going to be heads rolled, and she was going. She said she was upset about that, and there's going to be some talking to. And she was crying and all that type of stuff. So, yeah, that's really the gist of all of that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a lot that went on in that story. I mean, you know, there's a whole part about taking things out of context that we that we have to yes. be um, be cognizant of. But then the, a, a big thing that I've been hearing on social media is like there is kind of a um, a divide between the people where it's like she shouldn't have made those comments at all. You waited for him to die. You could have asked him that while he was living. Now that he did, mm-hmm. y'all want to bring this up. Mm-hmm. And they kind of conflate Gail King because, you know, she only really on because she Oprah homegirl. I mean, so they, it's not a bad reason to be on. Yeah, but, but they conflate everything she says with Oprah and then they want to say, yes. well, you want to take down Kobe, but Oprah and you was friends with Harvey Weinstein. And mm-hmm. like that, that, exactly. becomes, that becomes the narrative, which is like one school of thought. And then other yeah. people are counter counter arguments are saying that we as a society are too rough and ready to come for black women anytime they make a mistake, um, and we don't ever uplift our black women. We always ready to come for them. So that's that's I mean, another school I, of thought. I think it's just a bunch of black people. I just think the, the, the thing about this. I mean, I can understand Snoop and like Gail King even said. I understand if you just see that clip why people are mad at me. I get that. Like so, she owned it. She but she was like, if you saw the rest of the interview. You understand where it fit. I just think we have to learn to kind of figure out, find out what else went on. Like, we just can't take that clip and act like that's all she talked about. Like, I mean, because the way, I mean, you know, TV magic is a fool. Like, you can take, especially the way I talk, you can take a bunch of stuff I said and clip them together and make me sound really, really bad. Well, that's, like not, what really they, bad that's not what they did, Los. They didn't clip things together to make her sound no, bad. Some, they, no, no, they put that one clip out. But they didn't talk about like she was saying. She said a whole bunch. I never seen it the whole. Thing. It wasn't taken out like, of. It wasn't taken out of context. I mean, she said that she asked those questions. Yeah, she it's asked just, the questions. They picked the most tasteless part of her interview to to put to out. Make, yeah. to put out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and because um, CBS wanted clicks. Yes, exactly. That's, that's exactly what it was. That's the only reason they put it out. You know, but I mean, at the same time, we we do have to do a better job of kind of finding out, knowing everything. I mean, I'm, I'm not mad at people being upset with her. But that lady, oh, you can't call that lady no dog face bitch. Though. Yeah, like, I mean, but then I seen some other memes saying that uh, showing Gail King getting out the car, talking about Gail King fine like Erica Badu and Sandra Bland. That's all I'm saying. I didn't see that. She fine. That's what they were saying. They said she had them hams, but I don't know if she that got was them yambers. I don't know if it was Photoshop or not, but they had Gail getting out of there with them yam bones. I don't think she fine like Erica Badu though. I'm saying that like. Like uh, what's your girl name? Uh, Chriselle Monet? No, that's her name. No. Yeah, Chriselle Michelle. One, one of them Michelles. <laughs> one of them things. The little girl who wore tuxedos. Huh? That one. That one. <laughs> she fine too, cousin. So yeah, anyway, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Then they they say Fifty Cent got in the mix. Everybody getting the mix. Yeah, he did. Fifty Cent like posted you know? something. Yeah, it was a lot. I mean, eh. I mean, we, we do. Anytime somebody make a mistake, we definitely jump on it. Like, oh my god, it's the worst thing in the world. You know, but hey, that's life. It's over. It's all. You just take a week, and that's over. You good. And I mean, it, I, seven days and you straight. 
I mean, I love the fact that most of the stories we're talking about this week are things that black people are on. Um, like another, the biggest thing in the in the culture this week that everybody was really on was that Power Series finale, man. Like, um, yeah. I'm, I for one can say this. It was exactly what I expected. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't really be like, ah, that thing was live. And when I was talking to people at work, Quick, uh, quick shout out. You might want to fast forward like three minutes, three, four minutes if you um, if you haven't watched it yet and you don't want to get a spoiler because we're going to give a few spoilers. Um, we haven't watched it yet. That's what we're Yeah, about. I, that, that would be crazy, but you know, <laughs> I feel like spoiler. prefacing it. Um, We've never seen it. Yeah, I mean, so the thing no, that I was thinking it, was, so the thing I was thinking was like, like somebody at work said, yeah, I thought, you know, the dude, Simon, whatever the dude who was like his business partner, the white guy. Oh no! Nah. She was like, nah. she was like, I thought he might have set him up because of some business dealings, and that would have came mm-hmm. out of left field. And when she mm-hmm. said that, I was like, yes, if that would have happened, that would have been a fire finale. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, oh snap, we didn't see that coming. That's who really ended up killing Ghost. Oh, like somebody else was like, oh, you know, Tariq, little homegirls in 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 the in the school he went to is oh, probably yeah, somebody da- Raymond James' daughter and whatever. Mm-hmm. That would have been fire. Like if. A little person who you don't expect, like, like for instance, you remember Boardwalk Empire? I'm not sure if you guys was on Boardwalk yeah. Empire, like, yeah, we're nooking them. When, uh, when James Darmody, his little boy, came, well, that James Darmody, whatever, Nucky Thompson killed somebody's son, and the son came back. The and son killed came in the last back episode, and, yeah. and you didn't know that that was him. Like that yeah. was a fire series finale. Yeah. That was like. Oh, Boy, shit, Walk Empire was fire, bro. Yeah, that little boy fire. been. Yeah, it was James Dominic, Jimmy Dominic. Yeah. That was his partner, and he killed him like in like episode season like three or something. And then he had another little dude who came back, and it ended up being the son. And that's like yeah. a whole bunch of like levels there where it's like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah. Power was just like, eh. They kept it we, real simple, basically. They kept it like y'all. We, we we know y'all know Tariq killed him. We just gonna take y'all through a whole bunch of other different scenarios from other people's eyes to show. Well, it was, it was, it was, it was a Wait, sh- hold on, hold on. So his son killed him? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean. But he led it, up to that the whole time. You I mean, it was a he, sure thing that his son killed him on the Tommy episode. When yeah. Tommy saw Ghost dead on the ground and then he pointed and, the gun and, and he Ghost said, grabbed him and go. said, let him go. Let him mm-hmm. go. Who else would he yeah. say let him go to the Tommy? No, well, he said let it let go. It sh- he didn't say let him go. He didn't say let him go. Yeah. He grabbed his arm. Cause you know, Tommy Merkin anything. He's about to yeah, shoot that little that, boy. It, it had to. Like, <laughs> that, that's the that's the only person Tommy not about to kill is Tariq. So, but if if, if Ghost wouldn't have said that, he was no. Yeah, Tommy would have shot that little boy. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's so funny to me. Tommy, Tommy was about to let that little boy have it. Mm-hmm. Tommy would have let him have it. Him and his he mom. Was gonna let him. <laughs> yep, him and Tosh. <laughs> I thought I'd tell you I'd leave Ghost alone, man. So, yeah. So, now they got the now, four different powers. That would have been, so. been a fire ending if Tariq shot and Ghost and Tommy killed both of them. That would have been... It would have been something to see. I don't know how fire would think. <laughs> that would have been something different, man. But now they want to have a whole New York... Cause so, the next one, the, the Tariq episodes got like what? Um, that's the one that they call in Ghost. Book or something. Yeah. No, that one called Ghost. It got Mary J. Blige and... Um, and Ooh, Method Man, yeah, and Method Man in it, and then they got the what other one they got? They got one called Book of Canaan. Yeah, I think that and one might be pretty good. I don't know, uh, maybe we'll see. 
Uh, is that the one where they rising up? Like the beginning, mm-hmm. the Book of Canaan, and then they got no, the Tommy no. one. I don't remember what the other two is called, but yeah. it's a bunch of books, basically. Uh, <laughs> Power it's a little summer, it's a little summer reading program. Yeah, right. It's a little summer reading program. <laughs> They're about to have Pizza Buku, Buku, Buku Power on the air. So, so every day, I mean, every day of the week, like that's what we're gonna power. I mean, as long as they keep writing some decent stories, we with it. I just don't know how decent the story is gonna be. That's what they're gonna have to you prove. You can't on. watch six great stories. You can't do that. <laughs> and they can't all come out at the same time, like Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. It can't be like the Book of Canaan happening at the same time as Ghost. I'm. It have to. You got to do it a little different. Like you got to almost finish one, then start the next one. Like, why you can't do one on Monday and on Friday, or Sunday? And, well, Monday. Let's and Friday. see if they if they pull it off. I'm here for it. I'm here to see if they could do it. Yeah. I don't know if they're gonna do it though. But yeah. it's it a lot of books it. to be writing at one time. Man, look. <laughs> Another thing that uh that that folks in the culture was was watching this week was the the Vic documentary. Um, I think it was just was it just called Vic? Yeah. Fifty for thirty, Vic. It was a fifty for thirty, yeah. Fifty for um, thirty, and, man. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. Did all did both of you guys watch it? Raj, did you check that one out yet? Man, I, I, I it's t- so tough for me to, to for me to do it, but I watched about halfway through the first one. Okay, oh, I Los, you, both of them. Yeah, yeah, yes. me too. So, what, what were your thoughts, Los? Um, really, you saw, you kind of, really, we kind of been hearing the Vic story a lot, but, uh, I think Vic took the fall a little bit for a lot of this stuff. I think he, that when they, remember he said, um, they just wanted to get some dogs. He said they just wanted the dogs, but then when the dude asked him what kind of dogs, <laughs> that, that put this, the, the little spark in their head, like, you want a dog or you want a dog dog? You want a dog <laughs> <You know>? dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, well, you want a dog dog. He was like, well, what's the difference? He's like, no, nah, this type of dog going to do this and this dog going to let you pet him and stuff. You know, what you want. So I think, you know, because Vic really couldn't, he didn't know. He just wanted to have some animals. He wasn't thinking about having a fighting ring and then fell in love with it. I think, I think what ended up happening was he just got bigger and bigger and bigger. And it was just nothing he could do about it at the time. Because like they said, they had people coming from all over fighting dogs in the little spot. And if you think of the little spot where they was fighting dogs, it was crazy. Yeah. You had to go up in the attic for that shit? Like, that, it was kind of wild. But I think I'm, it, it got the rolling. He felt untouchable after a while. Because all the signs was there. If you over there and you got dudes in your house smoking weed while you're not there doing all, and the policeman sitting right across yeah, you the could, street. Yeah, you, you could get jacked up for a, a million different things besides them dogs. If it wasn't them yeah. dogs, they was going to get him for something. Yeah, Period. he was because you can't be over there with them white in them white folk neighborhood in the country with they seeing niggas playing bumping, rolling loud music down the street. Out, it's just nothing, nothing you can do about that. Big big fire cars, big yeah. stuff that everybody else ain't got. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm looking at it and it's just a. It was an interesting documentary, and you know, my first thought was just this: that um, if I said the whole narrative is Mike Vick. Um, and Raj, you can chime in on this because I think you, you, I mean, I'm just talking about the story in general. Like the idea is that Mike Vick was this cruel person who hated dogs and killed them. Right. No I'm going to tell you who hates dogs. Rumble hates dogs. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Rumble mm-hmm. hates dogs. Rumble's not going around dogs. Rumble's scared of dogs. Like get that yeah. dog away from me. Mike Vick yeah. didn't hate dogs. No. Just the way that he chose to show his love or be around a dog is mm-hmm. just different than than what other people have. I mean, I grew up going every now and again. We go to Lafayette by my cousin's house, by Smash Dog. We go like right down the street. They had to do it with number coops, with number chickens mm-hmm. in there. And they, I mean, uh, they used to fight them things, man. Yeah. And mm-hmm. 
That it was just, they, that's what they did. And I've seen a dog tripping. fight before as a, as a youngster. You know, just oh, like, yeah. oh, them boys used to dog fight in my neighborhood. Yeah, right in the street. But I don't know like, if they fought them dogs to the death. The boys was just betting and they was fighting them, but I don't think they was fighting them to the yeah. death. Well, I mean, we don't, like they said, they didn't fight them to death. The, dog, the thing about it was, you know, the dog lost. They killed him, I guess, over yeah. there, you know. But, you know, I don't know about and I wanted, to I wanted them to say this, that, well, because the dude was so, like, he was so strung out. He looked like he was just a little dope now. His best but, friend? Yeah, Quantavis, whatever he, he hurt, was. He hurt. That ain't, yeah. no, nah, that ain't dope. That's, he, he miserable. That boy said, man, I think about it every day. I had I life. had everything, dog. But no. That boy said, I had everything. So, I wish he could have articulated this, that we killed, he said, when the horses race, mm-hmm. if they get hurt on the track, you put them down, right? So, mm-hmm. if the dog lose, we kill him. Mm-hmm. He said that, but I would have preferred him to say, yeah, it's kind of like if a dog, if a horse on the track and, and it get hurt, you put him down. But we train these dogs to fight. Yeah. So, if they can't win at fighting... We can't really just give them to somebody as a pet because they're yeah, going he, to because they're going to no, yeah, hurt no good human because yeah. they're going to hurt human beings. So yeah. we have to put them down. Just like if y'all can't when y'all come break up the ring, they had to put mm-hmm. the dogs down that were too aggressive. We were yeah. putting the dogs down because they were too aggressive. Like mm-hmm. if he if you could articulate it that way, it makes a little bit more sense. Not that anybody would want to hear that. I was I was just about to say nobody really cared at that point. Um, I, I just think, I th- <laughs> really, I think with him, he just had a whole bunch of dudes around him who just didn't. Un- well, he had one friend, one dude was like, "Hey, man, you got to get away from this, man." Uh, yeah. One guy was like, "Man, you got to get away from this. What are you doing? You tripping?" <laughs> like, you talking about his, his little lawyer? Nah, not him. No, that was his money. His uh, his money man. He yeah, only, yeah, he only okay. worked for that him for dude, two years. That dude, that dude, he only yeah. had two years. <laughs> but no, his, he had another uh, cousin or a friend or something who would tell him like, "Man, you got." The lawyer said the same thing, but he like. Mm-hmm. His friend was telling him, man, you can't be, you gotta get away from that. And he's like, as soon as I told him, boom, it came down. So, Raj, what are your biggest thoughts yeah. on Michael Vick's just whole experience as a whole? Well, I, what I what I will say is Michael Vick. So Michael Vick is definitely one of those guys like that's gonna forever. Like I think Mike, I don't know, if Michael Vick was not as big as Kobe, but Mike, I like Michael Vick a lot. Let me just say that, mm-hmm. you know, and I like I like Michael Vick just like almost as much as I like like Iverson. Like I feel like we have these childhood guys that. You know what I'm saying? Mean a lot to us. And so Michael Vick meant a lot to me. And one thing that I think kind of slipped me was Michael Vick's college years. And so, like, that's kind of why I was really excited to watch it. And it seemed like a lot of it was focused on that, on the on the dog, on the dog thing. I didn't know, I didn't really even know a whole lot about Michael Vick in, in high school. Like, I didn't know much about him. I didn't know, I didn't know his background. And it seems like to me, like, there's just this narrative of, like, all of the great, Randy Moss is another one of those guys. Like, I feel like they all had, a, like, a close like they all was the same story all you know like they all came from like hardship and and then they went to jail for a little while and they got but it wasn't just and but you know like they they took the fall like it was just it seemed like the same story i I will watch the documentary and i and i think i think when uh whatever your boy name is i I did see him with that with the curly hair Mm -hmm. uh the darkest nigga with curly with the curliest hair i've ever seen in my life (laughs) um um I think the narrative around like the horse racing thing is like completely spot on. You know what I'm saying? Because like people do like there's people out there that do like adore horses, and I don't ever see any advocates against the Kentucky Derby, or I don't see any advocates against. I mean, they out there, but they're not as loud, you know. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like I just don't see it. Like it's it is there, I'm sure, because everything's there. 
but I just don't see it. But I but whenever somebody mentions the name Michael Vick, you know, like it's yeah. it's either oh man, he was a hell of a football player, or I hate him because he, he fought dogs, especially dog. where I'm from, because everybody where I live at least everybody got a dog. Well, Westminster you know? Dog Show is this week. We talked about this on the pod before. That man should have had a poodle, dog that black in that one. thing, and that man they would have been the most watched. Westminster Dog Show ever. Vic would have had a do- bad news kennels representative. A pit bull with, with, but, with gold teeth and number seven shade on the side right? in his little fur. This just came to my mind when you were saying that, Roger. And we t- and I used the example of the horse race. Even another example that I would have taken a step further. Uh, when we did the pod earlier this week with the young ladies, we were talking about eating different kind of foods and how mm. the coronavirus was started by people eating bats um and like not cooked prepared in that in that that area in china and how we look at things like oh man they eating dogs and they eating this and that and they probably looking at us like boy y'all eating alligators and possum and raccoon and all kind of stuff that people might eat out here so Mm. it's kind of like it's it's a give and take and the example that erica said was that people in india i think she said india um, look at the cow as a cow, sacred, sacredly. as a yeah. sacred thing. So they look at us like, dog, y'all eating cows, man. Cows? Like that's yeah. so wild that y'all eating cows. Yeah, I n- that made me think about this. Bring it full circle. Cutting in Pompona or whatever the name of the city is, they do the old running of the bulls, and then they oh, have bullfighting where they be. Yeah. Sta- have you ever they seen get, a bull? Nah, they, they stab they that stab that bull with the little thing in Cutting, yeah. With the, they with be a bow and arrow without the bull. Cutting, nah, and they, when you and when you hit him, everybody say, "Oh, yeah!" Cutting, you keep Whoa. that boy keeps stabbing him in the head with a bow and arrow about twelve times, yeah. and then when he he messed up enough, that boy pull out a sword and geek yeah. him in his and kill him. Cutting, and yeah. that's a sport. Everybody it's okay, cutting to kill a big majestic well, beast of oh, bird. Hey, but cutting. Peter, 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 not going out there fighting nothing. <laughs> Like, you go out there with that bullshit. They, they go over the gate. You. They go <laughs> over the gate on your bitch. <laughs> you go out, you go yeah, out there with, it, with your cow suit on if you want, with your bull suit on if you want to. Messing up people call. I think. Uh, go ahead. I think dog fighting. So like as the, the way that the, the public perception of dogs, I, I think that it should be illegal. Um, I don't know if I necessarily feel like you should go to jail for it. You should just be heavily fined. Yeah. But it should be illegal. Nonetheless, now, eighteen months. Come on, bro. Come That's on, a man. long time. Um, yeah. Dante yeah, Stallworth like, did zero times and had like, worked somebody. It just hit me. Like it just hit me. Definitely like, ran somebody over. Months. You know what I'm saying? Like eighteen months for like some dogs. Like that's crazy to me. But whatever. Well, the, um, the way they said it but up. I was, do think. I do think that chicken fighting should be legal. <coughs> we eat no enough chickens out there to fight. <laughs> Cock fighting. Yeah, absolutely. It should be legal. I mean, Balls. do you think it's just this should be illegal because the way we feel about dogs as a society that people have said yes. man's best friend? Public perception. So, so my point is, if they had a whole little underground niche market for um raccoon fighting, that'd be okay with you? Yes, yeah. anything nobody, pretty nobody much other than a dog that. or a cat, like if, if they had snake fighting. <laughs> yeah, like let's snake. Hell yeah, I want to see them. The Mike Tyson of snakes fight the Linda. <laughs> so, so. So if it was if it was snake fighting, you'd like to see that, huh, Raj? You'd be you'd be a fan of that. <laughs> Pause it. You'd bro. be a fan of that type of thing. <laughs> Pause it. I got. I found out he's the same I got size. A couple of sights I can turn. I found out we the same size. 
<laughs> so stupid. Uh, no, I'm just trying to think about what other animals would be cool. I mean, I know they got them old history channels like bear versus lion, like yeah. crocodile versus rhinoceros. <laughs> so, but I don't know what kind of animals we got in captivity that we necessarily be like. Let's watch them things fight. It's not a lot of them. I mean, I guess the dogs. Yeah, like ram. I, ra- I watch rams. You know, like two banging to the. Head. But what I'm. <laughs> But what I'm saying, also, what I think is wild, like even to go, even to go past horse, um, horse racing, and what they do to the horses after, like man, they got poachers, you know, like yeah, like rich oh. men that go out and look for the most yeah. exotic, extinct meat, oh, yeah. absolutely you know, animal out there, and like that's that's way. That's way worse. I told y'all yeah. about there's a documentary on CNN. Go catch that. I think it's called Trophy. Where they look for the big mm-hmm. five. I've talked about this on the pod. They, they look for it's the big uh, five animals in um Elephant. Yeah. Lion. See if you remember. Uh, elephant lion. Uh-huh. Uh I don't think it's not a cheetah. It's a it's a it's a this it's a horn animal, the next it's one. It's a rhinoceros. It's, rhinoceros. Yeah. Rhinoceros. And then um, the two more. What else? I'll help I'll help you out so we don't wait too long. It's a, the yeah. other two, I think, if I'm not mistaken, definitely one of them is like a wildebeest. Mm-hmm. And it's an African buffalo. Uh huh. And the last one is a. I think, if I'm not mistaken, it's a leopard. Leopard. An African leopard. Yeah, mm-hmm. a leopard's the fifth one. Was yeah. was messed up? Was messed up about the whole thing to me? Out of all of those animals, if I had to choose the one that I feel bad, like the worst for, is the elephant because they, they they just tranquilize the elephant, the elephant, steal his horns for the ivory. Uh huh. Yeah. And then now he can't defend himself. Well, when you talk about poachers. You, that's a little bit different no. than the Big Five because no, Big you know, Five they killing that boy. Big Five just killing so them they boys. Eating elephants. They're, they're not even eating things. them. No, they're just killing no. them to put them on the wall Take in their yeah. study. Yeah, like Take the picture the and put them up. The poachers be like little African dudes and stuff who be killing. Yeah. Well, they they might tranquilize or they might kill a rhinoceros and cut off his horn and sell that yeah. thing to China, like Mark, where yeah. that thing be worth like four hundred thousand dollars. Like for some craziness, soup. they be like making that. soup and stuff out there that too. Under, the black market, that's, that's crazy. The underground, the underground market yeah. they got out there. So the, you see, and, you go in somebody's office, he got a elephant tusk on his thing. Just know he so, bought it from. But they don't be tranquilizing them. They don't be tranquilizing them, right? They what's crazy is. Like in this documentary gets into all of this, and I like is it's it's super interesting. They like the poachers just kill him, and mm-hmm. they leave him there. And they like, damn, you killed this thing just for his for his horn, yeah. this majestic animal just for his horn. And then some people might come along and eat the meat, but whatever, they just really killing him. Oh, lions! So the, so this one guy has like a a reserve out there where he's got like hundreds of African elephants. I mean, uh, rhinoceros just running around on his reserve because he's protecting them. And one mm-hmm. of the ways he protects them is he cuts off their horns. He tranquilizes them and cuts off their horns periodically and then saves them somewhere so people don't kill them for their horn, right? So the thing is, everybody like, dog, this dude got a safe somewhere with full like- Full of horns. They're trying to rob that horn. <laughs> like, they, like, that horn worth more than like we, Fort Knox, we, boy. We about to run up in that boy. Fuck them animals. Yeah, we about to run man, up on so, you. And you I might die. I don't I don't remember how the documentary ended, but I knew that was a big part of it. That boy had buku horns just sitting somewhere. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's probably, mean, you know what? That's probably his little backup plan. Like, I'm going to collect so many, and then I'm just going to slang them all. <laughs> we, and disappear we got, on y'all. We got way off the topic of Vic. Let me just say this, man. I think Vic was oh, Kaepernick yeah. before Kaepernick. And I think he was yeah. the livest football player. I've, like he, I have a, I have a Vic jersey currently, like still here, mm-hmm. like. 
I mean, I'm not obviously not a Pan, uh, um, uh, a Falcons fan, but cutting Vic, cutting you couldn't yeah. not be a fan of Michael Vic. Boy, That's all. That's I even all. grew a little, tried to grow some little braids like Vic. They just came up short. <laughs> Vic, man, Ron, Mexico, man, one time for the yeah. one time, man. Look, another thing in the black community that's been happening this week, and I, I'm not even going to say that we should be mature about it because I think we've we've got to this mature part of our lives, right? Um, mm-hmm. so D Wade's son, um, has a 12 year old named Zion who has been at who is asked now to call him Zaya, and um, he's transitioning is the word that they use. He's um, he was like D Wade and everybody was on Ellen recently talking about it, and um, basically his son, um, the other little son Zaire, I think his name. He was he made this big post talking about you know he still loves his his little sister, so like we gotta you know refer to him as a little girl like re- respect his wishes. I saw so many different posts online about it today, and it was some of them was like, and, and I hate to say it like this, I mean. Doing this podcast, I think, over the time has allowed us to be a little bit more conscious about what people listen to and they'll give us feedback about, hey, bro, you can't say that. Or that's not a politically correct thing to say. Or you shouldn't say these type of things. Man, I saw people using terminology and words that oh I was like, God. man, that's, hey. I was like, that's sound, that's sound ugly coming out of people's mouth. Nah, they was flagrant, though. Yeah. Uh, on Twitter, they was flagrant, bro. God. I mean, that's a 12. Let me say the Lord. That's, that's a little 12 year old little girl. I mean, I get it. I get the jokes. That's funny, like to say that's a twelve year old little boy, and um, and she or or he, and kind of messing with the gender pronouns. Sometimes that's yeah. funny, but like on some levels, that boy or girl, the girl, like feels a way that we don't feel, right? So yeah, and I, I understand that part, and I you gotta be respectful that. as a parent. But there's a uh, yeah. lot of people, so this is this is why I'm going with it because I feel like we 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 do have a a uh, platform to talk about these type of things. I think sometimes, and and I've heard this a lot, that people use children as kind of like props. Like, do we think that there's any way that um, you can be too accepting as a parent to anything your kids say they want to do? Nah, I don't. I don't think you can be too accepting. I do think that as a parent, sometimes it's, it's your job to kind of guide your, your your child. Now, I don't. I don't. I don't deny that little boy. I mean, he, he don't. The child doesn't feel that way. I don't deny that. Like, but I. I just think twelve is kind of early to just be going all out with it. Cause this, like this, that's the beginning. This wouldn't work. On this only works because they he Dwayne Wade and your daddy got money. You know what I'm saying? It's only it's only works this easily like this. You know, on the platform that they're having to be able to talk about this, and you can kind of he's in school where it's you know it's probably almost okay now. You know, at twelve, where you know he's not getting bullied because your dad got money. Um, but I'm, I understand the Wayne way being a parent supporting your your child. You know, in any way, you know, and it's, it's no hand guide to it. You know, it, you know, it's no manual to or what what you're supposed to do if this happens. You know, with your child, so. You know, he's doing the best he can do, you know, what he feels right and support his kid. And, you know, hats off, man. It's rough. I got it. It has to be rough, you know, but he's doing the I, best he can do, man. I would be willing to bet that there is a handbook. Somebody <laughs> wrote it. Somebody wrote a little uh, handbook. An uh, e-book. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Trans, transgender for dummies. Like, it's... <laughs> um, 
That wasn't a slug. That's uh, legitimately a book for people that don't know much about a certain topic. No, I'm saying on um, how to <laughs> treat your 12 year old with that. Yeah, I mean, I rough, completely dog, agree too. with Los. That's really what I had to say about it. I just think 12 is very young to decide, like, to make permanent decisions. You know, like, like, to, yeah, yeah, like, right, like transgender, you can't go back. Like, once they chop that, that wood off, that's it, you know? So, uh, and I don't know what age Dwayne Wade going to say, all right, cool, let's chop that wood off. But what I'm saying is, is I, I don't, I, I don't think that that's, I don't think that that's old enough. I don't think, okay, so one, I don't think that that's old enough for the kid to make a permanent decision, but I also don't think that that's old enough for Dwayne Wade to be like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that he should like, all right, well, like, you know, I feel you, I'm going to support it. Like, I'm going to love you the same way, all of that. But to just, but to just put that, like what happened? You, you know, we had, man, I don't even know if I could bring this up, but whatever. It's a story you brought up. One of y'all homeboys, I don't know who it is, was a cheerleader. And for the rest of his life, he's going to be a cheerleader. What happened if little Dwayne Wade, little Dwayne, baby Dwayne Wade decide, man, this ain't, I'm not, what? I'm good, nah. I don't want to do that no more. And then when he become an adult and he and his text groups, they say, when you was 12, you was, ch- that's something to tease him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not going to put him in that position. Like, that's all I'm saying, especially at 12. I mean, so, so, I, I we get didn't, We didn't said. answer the question at all, though. I don't no, think I don't think they're using him as a prop, though. I don't no, think I'm saying as, I don't think it looks like it at times. A lot of people are saying that like Gabrielle Union is wanting to keep keep him in the news, so they okay with using him like a prop. That that's kind of the thought that I've seen a lot of um, social media. They, they doesn't serve them well either way, though. I don't. I don't think well, it does. Well. It makes them look like some very caring parents in a, in a certain kind of way. To, to certain people, to certain no, people, to, to most people. people, and I. Like there was a lot of conversations about who looks at that as negatively. I mean, I guess religious fundamentalists look at that like whatever. Mm-hmm. Most people really just don't care. I just kind of yeah. think, I think what it it forces people to do is to consider what you would do in that situation, and, and that's kind of why, like yeah. you know, the big thing where Kevin Hart got in trouble, where he was like, "Ah, oh, boy, I, I I beat him down, blah blah blah, whatever." Mm-hmm. And and you know, Bernie Mac get some milk and cook. Like mm-hmm. like there's a whole bunch of people who had these conversations and it forces you to think if I have a seed, I have a little boy or, and, and he gets to a point cause everybody, you know, they want their kid to be like a little version of them. And mm-hmm. if that little boy come in there one day and say, nah, I, you know, I, I want to remove, uh, I want to remove this male, this male part and I want to mess with boys and I'm, and I'm like, and that's what I'm on. I mean, what do you I say? I, yeah. What do you say? I mean, what do you do? You gotta love your kid. It's just yeah, such a weird I thing. Know. I think, I yeah. think, it, I think you gotta start kind of being like, "Hey, look, bro." Like the conversation that y'all just said. Hey, I understand that you feel that way, and if that's what you want to do, cool. But we, but nah, at this point, we're not, we not cutting nah, off nothing. We're nah, not transitioning bro. nowhere. We're not. You can, no, you your could, name is. You can dress however you want to dress. You could like whatever, and then what, if, you feel that, if you still feel that, if you still feel that way when you. When you're old enough to make that decision, by all means, I'm still gonna be yeah. here for you. But I want to yeah, give you some but, time to think about that. Yeah, cause like that's maybe, the conversation. Maybe, me. maybe, maybe at the end of the day, and this this gonna sound even worse, but maybe at the end of the day, you might end up being um 18, 19 years old, and you decide, no, I don't want to be transgender. I still like dudes. Yeah. I'm gay, but I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to cut it off. And then yeah. guess what? I didn't save me some loot. And we didn't have to have that surgery. Shut up. And no. no, I'm serious. You don't have to change your name. I don't have to have this surgery for you. And you're like, no, I'm cool. I, I still like dudes. I'm still gay. I just don't 
Yeah, I yeah, but I, 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 I don't, I don't, I'm, well, I don't think transgender necessarily means cutting your thing off. You're right. You're right. You might be right. Transsexual. I'm pretty is sure about the, yeah, the term uh, yeah, trans, yeah. whatever. I, I'm pretty sure don't mean you're probably right. That anymore. My there's apologies. a lot of people. My apologies. Yeah, no, nah, there's a lot of people who was transgender. They just like uh, what's the dude? The girl named Duke, the Jenner. Uh, I think he's considered transgender, but he still got a wood though. If I understand, I don't think he, he just got boobs now. I don't, I, don't think he, I don't think I don't he cut know. him off yet. I don't know that but, man anatomy. Um, I mean that woman anatomy, Caitlyn. I'm just, I'm, yeah, Caitlyn. That's her name. His, that's her, that's her name. But I don't think she cut off. You know, she cut it off yet. But you know, I think yeah, it's it, it's just so much. It's so different nowadays, and you really got to take a class on it or something so you can learn what your child going through because you just never know, bro. You don't know, and especially you know they can look up all kind of stuff and get influenced, and that <laughs> you just never know, dog. I don't think I would want to take a class because I just don't think that it's that universal. Like, I think that if that happened to me, my kid would be my kid, you know, it's, it's his own experience. Like, and I would want his experience to be unique. You know, like I don't want him to be like, oh, this is how transgender is supposed to feel. Like, it should Not, be. This no, is that how just, I, I need to know more as about a transgender it. person. But, I, but, what, but like Al said, that conversation to me shouldn't be as public as it is. And that's cool. Like, and that's cool if that's what they want to do. I'm, I'm not, I'm not publicly shaming. I just don't think it should be as public because who knows what they want at 12. Yeah. For sure. This kid is not the, the, the person that he's going to be at 12 years old. Mm-hmm. So I think that that conversation, I don't think that that conversation, that, that conversation seemed like it was like, Hey, I can't, I'm coming out of the closet. Y'all probably noticed because it's, I mean, if you're transgender, I'm sure it's not just like ah, I was on the, I was hooping on the basketball number three on the basketball team the other day. Now I want to be a, a girl. It, it well, that, probably was that's that's what uh, Steve McNess son was like. Watch that documentary one day, like oh, legit. Oh, maybe I will. Yeah. That man was nice saying. at hooping, and then that man was and just he like, said, nah. nope. Uh-uh. Dance team. I mean, you could still. Dance I guess team. you could still hoop and be transgender. That you know what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is that's the perfect opportunity for me to just like I I, I really need to like pay attention to my kid yeah. like, because he might not yeah. he might not think that I love him but I want you to know that I love I love you and we can do all of these all of these events and 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 uh, and five uh, Ks and and take pic and all of these things and wear these T shirts you want us to wear but like I just don't think that it has to be as public yeah. as it has been but that's that's what he said he said uh, he started noticing you know. That he wasn't into, you know, boy stuff. He just realized he was acting real different. And he said one day, uh, uh, his wife came up to him like, hey, you noticed that? He like, yeah, I've been noticing. And, you know, he said he just kind of came to the realization and they, you know, had to talk. And, you know, I guess they just been, it's been downhill from there. But, uh, what uh, Uphill. Here, but it's, yeah. <laughs> Either way. Snowballing. Um, but, <laughs> yes. It, yes, that's snowballing for, yeah. So, you know, I, I just think it, it, as a man, I know you love your kid with whatever. But that I just it has to be hard. As hell. What I it's definitely would. What I probably tell my son is this too. I'd be like, "Hey, look, wait till you're about fifteen, and we're gonna and we're gonna freeze your sperm too before you cut it off because, like, maybe you might want kids way down. Maybe I want grandkids down the line. Maybe we can we can we can figure something out there. So because I mean, like we said, a lot about having kids is about your legacy like mm-hmm. your your the future of you like and yeah. that's kind of i think that's a big part of homosexuality that people um have an issue with 
and parents have an issue with is that your progeny, your lineage is going to kind of be like, you're not going to have these, like you're not going to carry on because of that. So, well, now they sign, if you got signs and a signs good job, sperm, dog. yeah, signs and a good job, you can, you can make anything happen. Damn, or some you, good payment plans. You can do I mean, pretty much anything. Because Gabrielle Union, and I mean, we had this talk, had the surrogate. And I mean, you know, we mm-hmm. talked a little bit about that, that, uh, you know, she didn't carry her baby, but that's still yeah. her baby. That's biologically yeah. her baby. So, yeah. you know, that's it's all the same thing. It's crazy they could just thing. put somebody else's child and just, and just grow it and then go get it when it's ready. So I guess the biggest <laughs> thing is we can't use all of the LGBTQ. Like, we got to use this correct terms. We can't just call everybody gay. True, but and cue up yeah. that music for nothing oh, nice to I say. Know. You know what they say: if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? All right, so let me be the first one to say it. If I like a time slot on the network, I'm pretty much here for whatever comes on. I've said in the podcast before that HBO Sunday nights are for me, and I'm about whatever they put out there because uh, they don't let me down with the series that they put out. In much the same way, I'm pretty sure I'm here for whatever the Netflix algorithms tells me that they think I'd like. Specifically, if it's a good documentary or a little short documentary series like that Aaron Hernandez joint, Making a Murder, The Devil Next Door, or Wild Wild Country. So when I heard people talking about The Pharmacist, I had to give it a shot. Even a few of those people were uh, my little pretentious college friends, which many of them are pharmacists. So, you know, I tried it. So, I put that thing on knowing it was something about a pharmacist whose son died and he was taken on the prescription drug industry. And it turned out that this whole thing was in St. Bernard Parish in Nola. So, you know, I was locked in and I was ready to go. Turns out everything I thought I was getting was a lie. Old boy didn't OD. He got murked by some black dude in the ninth ward while he was out there buying crack to smoke. And when it went on, and he went on to tell his crazy story about how people with money could put up a huge reward money to find out who killed their drug-addicted kids in neighborhoods which people usually have no resolution for murders of their loved ones. Then, it told a story about how if you take that reward money, people who would otherwise never care about you will help you to uproot your life and put you in a not-so-good witness protection program where you could still get touched, just so you could assist them in their prosecution of other poor people. Then, the story told about how black doctors often use their licenses to do nefarious things and sell drugs that get people hooked without actually knowing if you're sick, and that this dude will spend his whole life savings to take out this one black lady's business when other doctors out there doing the same thing. Side note, did you know Oxycontin was spelled O-X-Y-C-O-N-T-I-N. I was today years old when I found out it was an oxycotton like some cotton balls. But I digress. <laughs> the final lesson the story tells us is that when you finally get to Purdue Pharmacy, the people who were making those drugs and killing all the white kids and getting the black doctor addicted, you can't do shit because it's too big to fail. So the pharmacist just quits and stops being so tenacious about justice because, you know, he's not prosecuting and running after black people i say all that to say watch it if you want but it's stereotypical as fuck masking a piece of body that's pretty straightforward and i ain't got nothing nice to say about the opioid epidemic that's finally a problem because y'all kids are the one dying so i won't say nothing at all 
So yeah, it's a it's it's a thing. Y'all might want to check that old boy out. No, no, no. It's it's real bad too. Like they 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 got they got young like high school kids strung out on that shit now. Yeah, and but I mean the <laughs> the whole thing is like it's such a like the dude's son died off that crack and somebody one of them boys smoked him in the ninth ward. Mm-hmm. And he just made it his whole mission to be like, we spending all this money to take get this victims to to mm-hmm. I mean get the shooter in jail. And it's like you know how many black people get killed in the knife war by other black people all the time and never go to jail. Mm-hmm. And just because mm-hmm. a little white boy did, we got all the resources to do it. So then the people mm-hmm. snitch and somebody actually go to jail. Like that part of go. it was like mm-hmm. that part of it was kind of whack to me. Then he it's went on to take on a black doctor. I was like, mm-hmm. come on, bro, come on. You bro. blame like, everybody else for your child. And then finally, when he got finally when he got all the way up the food chain to the pharmacy, like to the to the to the um, distributors, the mm. the people who produce pharmacy, I mean, it was like pharmaceuticals, pursue pharma, do pharmaceuticals. Yeah. Boy was like, I'm straight. Yeah, can't do oh, nothing about them. I wish y'all oh, okay. <laughs> y'all I ain't no pills. My bad. <laughs> so five young Xavier alumni have come together to create the Black Coffee Company. Man, y'all visit theblackcoffeecompany.com to check out their art, apparel, and uh, definitely their coffee. With five unique blends of Colombian, Brazilian, Ethiopian, and Peruvian coffees, these brothers are giving you some of the best java from around the globe and some food for thought as well. Um, these fellas aren't only distributing quality coffee. They preach the major tenets of entrepreneurship, financial freedom, and community empowerment. Uh, the whole movement is dope, but don't take my word for it. Visit theblackcoffeecompany.com and see what all the fuss is about. The Black Coffee Company. Coffee for the culture. All right, man. I'm telling. Um, let me see. Should I tell a funny story? No, nah, let's talk about the broom challenge first, man. Did y'all do the broom challenge this week? The broke challenge. Did not. No. But I saw it done. It was overdone. They wear out things. So the crazy thing is, I got a couple of calls from people like, "Hey, did you hear about the NASA broom challenge? Why does it work?" And I was oh, like, "What challenge. NASA oh. broom challenge?" And then before I went in there and I tried to stand up a broom and it fell and another one fell and I was like, okay, I'm over this. This is not a thing. Yeah. And then I, I think I, you got to have a certain type of broom too. No, eventually I got the broom to stand up. But the thing is, Los, this is the crazy part. Like it only took one person to say this and put it in perspective. They was like, listen, I'm going to try this, but I don't know if this worked last week and the week before and it's going to work next week and next month and two years from now because I've never tried it before. So them telling me that, oh, NASA says it's only going to happen this one day out of the year means nothing because I don't know if this is the only day this is going to work. So then I did my little Googling and it was quickly like CNN had an article that was like, NASA never said that. It's not a thing. This will happen any day of the year. Brooms will stand up. And like like some wow. of my former students was like inboxing me talking about some, oh, coach, you didn't know? Um, I used to do this all the time when I was a kid, stand the broom up. And then my aunt hit me up today, like two days after we was doing it, talking about some, oh, look, you didn't know today was the NASA day when it works? <laughs> <laughs> With a broom standing up, man. I'm like, these. I say it all the time. I'm here for a good challenge. But it's so crazy how things can just sweep through the world so quickly and everybody's Social doing media. it, bro. Yeah. Wow. It don't take that's long. Funny. That's funny. I mean, Lowe's, did you catch it? Yeah, I caught him. It's a broom. It. Sweep through the road. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so another one I saw this week. I just, I'm just throwing it out there because this is a real thing. There's a tall woman short husband challenge. Hashtag tall woman short husband. <laughs> 
what? That's a real thing. I saw it. I saw it on social media. People that do any goddamn thing. But I think that that's a funny one, bro. Just it just is what it is. That's All right. <laughs> I got one more story before we get out of here. Um, uh, me and Los was at a bar with our homeboy Cello the other day. And uh, we gave him our cards to pay. <laughs> and the dude says, he go up to Los and he said, uh, hey, Los, you got a last name? <laughs> hey, hey, you got a last name, buddy? You got a last got name? Got a last name? And I was like. And I'll say I was, no. I was like, no. <laughs> You got a he don't have a last name, bro. I'm like he like he like Prince and Madonna. He yeah. don't have a last name. And the dude just kind of looked crazy, and I was like, yeah, like yeah. LeBron, yeah, <laughs> like Bronny, like LeBron James. No, I didn't mean Harden. Is yeah. <laughs> that's what I? Was... But but it's crazy it's because it, first of all, it made me think. That's some dick stuff to tell to just say, bro. Like I don't like mm-hmm. that. Like yes, you ha- yes, m- yes, I got a last name. Just ask me what my last name is. Don't say, hey, you got a last name. <laughs> got a last name? Nope. But <laughs> it's funny because I think that you would definitely take that opportunity. Oh, he did. He did to say you like, got. You would say that. Yeah. Nah, no. probably not. That's not that. Uh. Uh-uh. But what's your last name, though, bro? But like, <laughs> I'm gonna need a last name. Like it's something I, I wouldn't be like. Do you have a last name? No, nah, that was that's not yes, my. You would. No, okay, sure. Tell me what I do. That sounds great. So the, the, what it got us to thinking oh, were the top one. No, I'm just I'm just moving the podcast along. That's what I do as the podcast curator. But the top one <laughs> name people that's out there, right? So I said Madonna and Prince, mm-hmm. and then there was uh, I think another one we said at the time was who? Uh, Los. We threw another name out there as a one yeah. namer. Uh, Sting. It was Sting. Sting, it was somebody else too. Though. Sting the singer, not Sting the wrestler, man. I don't, but I mean, I don't know how many other one. And I guess Prince is like technically died as not a one name person. He was a none name person because mm-hmm. he was just a little side. But cutting like once you get to one name, like Nene, I think is a one name person. The basketball, the basketball player, cutting. I think he's a one name or cutting. So yeah, you should have just told that boy your name is Los, cutting. <laughs> just tell me with Los. No, it's just, just Los. Just it's just Los. It just it just plays as Los. I don't yeah. know. Maybe he would have. He probably. You're gonna need to put that on your credit card. And say Drake. Drake is well, one yeah. namer. Five. What? It's our guy. Yeah, and I guess that I guess that works too. See, I mm-hmm. I guess I never thought about it in terms of like a stage name. Even though Madonna is a stage name too, but I feel like Madonna's real name is Madonna. Like she might have changed it to that. Like, mm. like Prince might have just changed his name to Prince. So I don't think of like Jay Z because I know he's still Sean Carter, right? Um, that's two names. That's <laughs> like Z is like, a name. It's like Malcolm X. Diddy, like Diddy, Diddy. Yeah, I guess Diddy, but I guess Diddy's like Sean Combs, right? We don't know Pink. what he do. Changed name in a few years, but you see, I don't know. I think we, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but. It, I mean, Pink is obviously one. I get what you're saying about the other people. Pink is one. No, I get no, no. I get that That's, it's one name, but my question is, is I guess real name? I look at Sting, Madonna, Princess. Those are like the one that's really their name. But maybe I'm lying to myself. Maybe we just I don't call think that. Prince's real name wasn't Prince. Well, no, Prince's real name used to be Prince. I don't know what it is now. Leroy. He was formerly known as Prince. Um, <laughs> the artist formerly known as Prince. He's, yeah, I, I think his name is The Artist or something like that now. But um, 
Um, <laughs> Sting is his name is Sting Smith. So <laughs> Boy, that's stop it. not his name is actually. Not a, I'm looking it up right now. It's actually called Sting Ray. And um, <laughs> Sting Raymond. <laughs> Sting, he's Usher's cousin. Usher Raymond and Sting Raymond. Great guy. uncle. That's that's yeah. I mean, I guess they got a lot of one namers, but and when I used the LeBron example, I was laughing because it was like the Kobe thing that if you're gonna be nasty at basketball, dope. Like the thing about Michael Jordan is that Jordan is the name that like oh who is yeah. the cutting that's Jordan. Mm-hmm. That's the one name for that man. Wilt, Kareem. Like you don't like. Yeah. There's no other Wilt. There's no other Kareem. There's no other Jordan when you hear it. Mm-hmm. And then it went right to what Kobe. Mm-hmm. Then it went to LeBron. AI yeah. never had that. He was symbol, so you couldn't say well Iverson, I guess. Yeah. As a last name would mean something, but the, Allen. And I guess Luca, Zion. These. I mean, I guess it's Zion. 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 <laughs> Mount Zion. That's the one thing I hate about uh, Dwayne Wade, little son, man. How you gonna change your name from Zion right when it's about to be the livest name? Now you wanna be Zion. Come on, man. Make up your mind, dog. <laughs> I want you to still be Zion. Come on, man. Stop it. Zion. Zion. Yeah, cutting. What if he was? What if he was the oldest son and Dwayne would have named him Dwayne after him? And that man was like, Nah, Ooh. I need to change my name to Disha. I bet Dwayne yeah. Wade would be like. Say, bruh, I could have just waited till my second son to give him my... <laughs> if he's going to go change it, bruh. He's going to go change hey, that you know, thing. I could have waited. Doing research, doing research on Dwayne Wade and his son and all of that, I will never spell Dwayne Wade's name right. Like, I, oh, anytime it's so I bad. think of the name Dwayne, it's so bad. I will never think to put the Y in front of the A. D-W-Y-A-N-E. That's right, right? The one, yeah. It, it's like Duane. 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 No, you got to say it's it's it's, it's uh, Duane. Du, I don't even know how to say his name for real. That's crazy. It had to be a mistake. It had to be a, a misspelling in the hospital, cousin. I can believe that. Duane. <laughs> Duane Morris. Hey, listen, bro. Time getting short. We like less than three weeks out. From best friend, weekend, weekend, weekend. weekend. phase 3.6 H-Town version, man. We've been shouting it out on every podcast every time we didn't get out of here. Uh, things are going lovely right now. Make sure you join the mailing list if you haven't already done that. Inboxes, let us know your email so you keep up uh, with all our events. And you can get the exact itinerary from best friend weekend. Weekend is going down. Wakefield Crowbar on March the 6th. We're going to be out there probably around 530 uh, we'll make sure we let you know when we know exactly. Bounce for the crawfish. You're gonna need to get tickets now. Like, get the tickets now yeah. so you don't. Cause tickets are selling out. We want to make sure that every, we can accommodate everywhere. Cause we gotta go get the crawfish. And yeah. um, you know, you can sign up for the bike ride portion, or you can sign up just for the crawfish portion. Either works. We want to see you out there the whole weekend. We got a couple of other guests that we're um, in talks with right now to, to partner up with. I got actually three more partners that we've been talking with um, this week. So this is getting bigger and bigger and bigger as the day gets closer. So don't not be a part of it, man. Best friend weekend weekend. Phase 3.6. H-Town. Make sure you be. Make sure you be out here. You know what I'm saying? And all else I got to say is have a great weekend. Make it a best friend weekend. And we out.
it's, it's Valentine's Day. It's Valentine's Day right now. <laughs> Tonight I'm feeling sexy. I can make you overdose, make it overflow if you let me. Like a river, my waterfalls will break down the levee. You're going to get soaked, so bring a raincoat. When we finish, you're going to see a rainbow. Come swim in my waters like a sailboat. You may just get lost in me like Nemo. <laughs> Come sip on it as I drip on it. You're going to have to change my name to H2O. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. <laughs>